1170. The answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Holiday weekend eve. It is Thursday. Tomorrow we roll into a holiday weekend. Many of you have three days off, and uh, I'm curious as to what you got planned for this weekend. I'll be here tomorrow night, rolling into the weekend. I'll be back here live from six to seven p.m. As I always am here, coming at y'all from the San Diego studios of AM 1170. And joining me as always is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. This is original Carrot, Carrot Stick professional grade. Oh, you think you're fancy? He think he's fancy. If he was wrapped in the meat case, he'd be some some grade A prime, wouldn't you, baby? Yeah, or that, or ate some aged meat. <laughs> is, is that dry aged? Yes. Right. Well, very, well, no, we're by the ocean. You're not too dry. <laughs> yeah, it can't be too dry. It's always a little humid. No, it gets things always get a little rusty when they're by the ocean here in San Diego. I met up with some friends the other night for dinner and I roll in. I got there late because they had already they had been there actually for a long time before the show was done and so I got there late. I told them to go ahead and eat. I walk in and a friend of mine's got the he had ordered this tomahawk steak. Have y'all ever seen the tomahawk steak? Yeah, that's what the it looks like a tomahawk has a big bone sticking out. <laughs> well, I didn't know it was like like this bone I mean, it was literally like 18 inches long, okay? I'm not going to name the restaurant because they ain't paying me for no uh, for no advertising, okay? But I, I think he paid like $200 or something for this tomahawk steak. He said it was amazing. Of course, he wouldn't give me a bite, right? Because <laughs> he would have whacked me with a tomahawk if I had tried to take a nibble of it. Anyway, 888-344-1170 if you guys would like to be a part of the show. We're going to be talking a little bit about food. I don't know if y'all have heard the latest ridiculous health food craze i mean as if it ain't gotten bad enough i mean i'm already mocked all the time and put down for my donuts and the fact that where i come from a vegetable is a fried potato skin i'm already mocked enough now i gotta i gotta put up with the latest craziness we're gonna talk about that later in the show Uh, but there's all kinds of crazy going on i tell you what's not crazy is, is what president trump did in handling north korea today it was a classic takeaway close it's something that I think they might have uh, spent when I was at Xerox. They might have spent three days out of the six weeks of training that I went through uh, just in explaining the beauty of the takeaway clothes. We're going to talk about that with Kurt Mills, who's actually a foreign policy expert, who's going to be here to talk about NOCO in a little bit, as well as um, what's going on with the former uh, foreign policy and intelligence community known as Brennan and Clapper. We're going to be talking to him about that and actually what was NOCO's response? Because you know what? Within minutes, the takeaway clothes worked from Trump and here comes NOCO. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that. We've got another another congressional candidate who's going to be here with me on the show actually running for um, Young Duncan Hunter's uh, di- former district, uh, 52. 
quite just like in 49 and every other race, we've got about 95 different candidates running. But uh, you're going to want to stay tuned for this because it's actually very helpful uh, because when you do start to get inside the issues, you can tell the difference in the candidates. And this is absolutely critical. We truly have an opportunity to roll a red tide over the blue wave here in California. We are poised for the first time in many years to literally take this state back. And I'm talking about taking it back with conservatives, not just some some uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm fiscally conservative and socially liberal, which means I'm a liberal dude. We're talking about real conservatives, but there are differences in the candidates, and that's why we brought so many of them to the show to answer uh, those questions. So from the takeaway close to the takedown, we got another A-list celebrity who is being me tooed. So we're going to talk about him because it's it's I, I think we've reached a critical mass. And when you when I started investigating into that story and looking into the details, um, it just it it reminded me of a Judge Judy interview I saw yesterday, and I thought Judge Judy. The queen of all wisdom had some very interesting insight into this Me Too movement and the perils of the Me Too movement. And uh, just in time, because people are people are starting to literally lose their careers over it. Uh, so we're going to talk about that a little later. And anything else that you guys want to talk about, 888-344-1170. Uh, today we had a big powwow, finally. Uh, the Gang of Eight, which looked like a lot more than eight people, supposedly were um, at the White House, I guess, today, a big congressional meeting, a bipartisan meeting. And anytime the Democrats demand bipartisan, it means that they don't like the fact that they lost an election. They don't like the fact that they're not in control. And they're demanding to actually control all the circumstances and continue to have their agenda put forth. I don't know why the Republicans ever put up with it. I, the, the American people put the Republican Party in charge of, of both houses of Congress, and they put an outsider who ain't got anything to do with Congress in the executive seat. The American people have said they really aren't inter- interested in bipartisan because if you're going to get bipartisan, it means that you got you have to adopt Democrat principles and agenda of which the American people wholeheartedly rejected. So I reject the bipartisan stuff. And then I hear Jonathan Turley, who I typically respect very much, say that, oh, he thought it was a really bad mistake, man, that this dude flood was allowed to be in the meeting. Hey, wait a second. Donald Trump is the is the chief executive of the executive branch under which Department of Justice lies, as well as the FBI. At least, at least as far as I know, the Department of Justice does not have its own branch of government. That's why Donald Trump had the right to fire Jim Comey. He currently still has the right to fire Jeff Sessions, to fire Mueller, from what I understand, and Rosenstein. So, and on top of it, this investigation is literally destroying lives, which is really what it was intended to do. It was never about anything involving any real concern with Russia. And they've gone from um, when Trump said he was being spied on, oh, there's, ha, 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 that's crazy. This is why Trump shouldn't be in the White House, because he's tra- crazy. Nobody's been spying on him. To then it was, well, it wasn't a spy, it was an informant. To now, well, it was for his own good that he was spied on. That's like a husband telling his wife, I beat you because I love you. It's for your own good that I beat you up. All tyranny is disguised as being for our own good. And I actually saw an interview this morning with a man, and hear me out why this is connected. I saw an interview with a man this morning who had been wrongfully convicted of murdering his wife in Texas. And at the time that he was arrested, there was um, an eyewitness of a neighbor who had seen a green van casing his home. He went to work every morning at 530 on the dot. This neighbor reported having seen for multiple days somebody from a green van looking over and casing. 
a blood-soaked handkerchief, a bandana, was found on the scene. The prosecutor refused to have any kind of DNA testing done at the time and said, I'm not going to agree to have any DNA testing done unless and until the man I'm accusing of murder admits that he committed the crime. Of course, you know, wait a second. A man is begging to have forensic analysis done of a bandana that's blood-soaked left on the scene, and the response from the authorities is, well, you've got to admit that you committed the murder, then we'll do the testing. What? Fast forward. Finally, the innocent, he gets convicted. They refused to do any forensic testing on the bandana. Many more details to the story, but fast forward, the innocent project takes it up, finally gets forensic done and of course the forensic ties back to a man uh there was cross there was blood of his wife on the bandana as well as the perpetrator he was in the database because this was a man who had committed other crimes and he ends up getting exonerated after spending 25 years in jail and when he was asked what was the biggest thing that he learned from this and the thing that stood out the most to him his response chilled me he said what the biggest lesson that he learned from that was the power of the state how the government, when they decide that they want to take you down, they can choose to ignore any evidence, they can choose to target you, and they have the full power to take you down and incarcerate you, even if they know that you have committed no crime. They can even hide evidence and refuse to provide exculpatory evidence just because they decide that they want to convict you and put you behind bars. And that is exactly what is going on right now with this Mueller investigation. And to the Democrats out there who defend it, and even conservatives who are trying to make a name for themselves, like some people that I've seen on Twitter, trying to get attention for themselves to up their profile by being contrarian and coming out against President Trump, you could end up being like Michael Flynn, being brought down, or being like that man in Texas who spends tw- spent 25 years in, in his orphan son, basically, who was, I think, three at the time, left without either parent, lives completely destroyed. This can happen to you if this is allowed to continue in the United States of America. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick up this discussion uh, with foreign policy analyst and reporter Kurt Mills. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Hey, parents and grandparents, today is the day to get half-price tuition, and now's the time to call to enroll your child or grandchild into a quality private school for the 2018-19 school year for half-price. 
Call now, 844-800-5757. Log on to am1170theanswer.com and see the list of outstanding private schools. Then call us right away at 844-800-5757. First come, first served. Call now, 844-800-5757. Hi, I'm Greg Voison, best-selling author of Hacking the Gap, a journey from intuition to innovation and beyond. I strongly urge you to listen to Richard Muzio and his new show, It's Your Business, to hear about what is going on in the business and philanthropic world here in San Diego's incredible North County. Please tune in every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. That's Richard Muzio and his new show, It's Your Business, Sunday morning at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1170, The Answer. Don't miss it. Right now, thousands of children in developing countries are condemned to a life of poverty because they lack an education. In fact, half of all Haitian children are growing up illiterate. Why? Because families earning less than $2 a day can't spare money for school supplies. They need every penny for survival. But there is an answer. Cross International. They work with Christian schools in countries like Haiti to provide education, breaking the cycle of poverty. By supporting Cross International's Divine Shelter School Network, you'll provide a Christian scholarship and the gospel to a child for just $88. That scholarship, created in your family's name, helps a child attend quality Christian classes. For just $22 more, you'll also provide food to that child. Would you please gift a scholarship for a needy child with a one-time gift of $88 or $110 and provide a hot meal every school day? We need your help now. Call 1-866-843-9500 or online at am1170theanswer.com. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-965-5269. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-965-5269. That's 1-800-965-5269. 1-800-965-5269. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We actually got a phone call, I think pretty much well after the show ended last night, with somebody that wanted to chime in on the governor race here in California. Um, please do so, because that's a lot of people really concerned today about what's going on. We've got this top two jungle primary system here. A lot of pressure for Travis Allen to drop out. A lot of people concerned about that. And it ties into our guest coming up at the bottom half of the hour. John Horst is going to be here. He's running in uh, 52. So we're going to talk to him about all things California and the looking like it could be jungle primary or not, a red rolling over the blue wave here in California. But before we get to that, we got to be talking about rolling over NOCO, as well as uh, what's happening with this uh, Spygate. 
Joining me now to talk about this is Kurt Mills. He's the foreign affairs reporter at the National Interest Magazine in D.C., where he covers the State Department and the NSC and the Trump presidency. He's also a contributor to London Spectator Magazine, the American Conservative Magazine, Twenty, and he's the 2018 recipient of the Robert Novak Fellowship for Journalists Under 40. I mean, does this guy have the goods? He ain't done, though. He's got a book coming out called Knife Fight, The Battle for the Foreign Policy of the American Right in the Trump Era. Ooh, I like the title alone. Hey, Kurt, welcome to the Andrea K. Hey, good evening. All right, so um, I want to talk about uh, NOCO, and then I want to talk about this big meeting today and what's going on with Clapper and Brennan, that whole situation. So when I heard the news today that President Trump had pulled out of the summit, to me, given my my corporate sales background, it was a classic what we called the takeaway close. Somebody, whatever phase you're in in the negotiations, one of the ways that you get the hand back is you, you, and we used to do it in very dramatic ways fashion you know we'd grab all of our brochures off the table and we would in a very painfully polite manner much in the way trump did the letter today we would you know take our pack up our ditty bag and hit the road and of course it would always have the psychological effect of making the person you're walking away from really want you to come back and i think that that's what what happened today am i wrong yeah, I think that's right. I mean, of course, only one person knows for sure, and that's the president. I think this is textbook Trump negotiation style. Uh, many in D.C., uh, the lawyers, uh, congressmen, journalists who are used to covering how presidents handle negotiations aren't uh, used to sort of freewheeling uh, businessmen type of presidency that uh, Donald Trump is embarking upon. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, until we learn more, and it remains to be seen, this is the way that the president is going to approach it. And I think it seems like he's taking a pretty heavy hand in it. The letter today, uh, maybe every word of it wasn't written by the president, but it, 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 it was sort of in his style. It seems like he had mm-hmm. almost taken a lot of time and it taken a lot of time. And, uh, you know, and some of the stuff was a bit unusual, like, you know, Kim Jong-un, call me. Uh, you know, I mean, that, 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 that put people off a little bit. You know, he, he, by three hours later, he was telling people, you know, the, the, the summit could come on at any point still, and the North Koreans by <clears throat> evening Eastern time here have been saying, you know, we are still very committed to meeting the Americans at some uh-huh. point. So, yeah, I think this is a negotiating tactic. Uh, I'm not saying the summit is for sure happening, but uh, it, the summit possibility sometime this summer very much alive tonight. Well, absolutely. And and, it, and it's alive tonight, in my opinion, because he used the takeaway close. And I think it, and right. it clearly all indications are that it worked because it sent a clear message to know. It's like in sales, one of the reasons why it works is that it sends the message to the person you're trying to sell to, I don't need this deal as bad as you do, and I'm willing to walk. And when you show you're willing to walk, and oh, by the way, ladies, it also works in your relationships with your men. Don't threaten to leave if you ain't willing to go through with it. But if you're willing to walk, you're going to get their attention. It works in many different relationships, Kurt. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, there's a lot of speculation as to, and you're right about one thing is that we can't get inside Trump's head, but we also can't get inside of the head of Kim Jong-un. And so there's a lot of speculation that really what caused him to change a little bit was these meetings that he had with China that of course were behind closed doors and none, none of us were there. Um, I think it's a resetting of the table because I think Kim Jong-un lost a little face because there was maybe a little too much of a victory lap with the detainees. I think if I had to, if I would have done something a little bit different, I wouldn't have had the big tarmac publicized news media there and that whole big show when the day te- I would have kept that a little bit, you know, a um, little bit lower key. I wouldn't have done the whole red carpet thing. 
Um, well, Donald Trump is not low key. He should have priced that in. I think I think it's clear that the North Koreans weren't fully ready themselves. Uh, there have been indications that, uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever had a job where you're afraid to take vacation because you'll wake, you'll get back, you'll be fired. Or oh, yeah. Do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kim Jong-un is a little bit like that with North Korea. He doesn't like to leave for two main reasons. One, he's, an assass- he's a high-level assassination risk outside the country. He doesn't fly, essentially, and he travels by train. But second, if he leaves the country for a long period of time, he fears that uh, rivals within the party and rivals in the mil- within the military will orchestrate some sort of coup uh, for him. And like the yeah. fact that, that that's always been a fear yeah. for the North Korean leadership, but the fact that that uh, had, was so hot that it percolated into media reports in East Asia and even in the West here mm-hmm. in the United States uh, indicates that the North Koreans uh, themselves might not have been ready for, you know, summit in two weeks. Yeah, well, I, I predict that it happens at some point. And even if it doesn't, we're in no worse shape than we were before. And we got three Americans back home with us. Yeah, that's, this, right. that's right. This is the Andrea K. Show. We're talking to Kurt Mills, foreign affairs reporter. Um, so, you know, you are an expert in all things things foreign affairs, which means you know who all the bad guys are around the world and what the Trump foreign policy plan is to try to deal with those. And I'm looking at this as something I've studied for years. And I'm looking at at Iran, who's, you know, threatening to wipe Israel and the, and the West off the map. And I'm looking at ISIS and I'm looking at terrorist cells all over the world. We have more. And in fact, I've read reports and haven't seen recently um, that we, that there's more already identified Islamic radicals in this country than, than we can even keep track of. However, somehow, for some reason, going back into 2016, the Obama administration decided that the greatest threat facing America was Carter Page and Papadopoulos. I mean, is there anybody that's buying the fact that this is anything but a political coup attempt that began with illegal spying on a presidential campaign and then and we got clapper actually going around now on the news saying oh yeah russia changed the outcome of the election i mean it's ridiculous isn't it i think what you're seeing is the poli- the polarity the division in the country that has existed uh for at least uh, much of my lifetime uh is now crescendoing openly into our institutions uh uh Outlets like CNN and MSNBC are increasingly uh, platforms for Democratic politicians and journalists. And Fox News, et cetera, uh, serves the flip side uh, role. Where it gets dangerous and even insidious is when uh, the so-called deep state, I I hesitate to call it a deep state because if the deep state's representatives are on CNN every night, how deep a state is it? (laughs) Right. but, yeah. you know, whatever you want to call it, this permanent bureaucracy, this, um, uh, these intelligence community veterans who I think they're beyond reproach and above the law, who uh, can work with outgoing uh, officials in the previous administration, the administration, to potentially monitor or spy on the ascendant campaign of Donald Trump. This is when he was a candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- these hold grave questions and grave yeah. implications, not only for this presidency and this president, but for the republic writ large. Absolutely. And, and and I said in my open tonight, every American should be concerned about this because, and I used kind of a hyperbolic example, although a real example of a man who was prosecuted and put in jail for 25 years, and thank goodness for the Innocent Project, and the, and the prosecutor withheld exculpatory evidence. 
and the man spent 25 years behind bars. We've got lives are destroyed when you have a government. And he said afterwards, he said that the, the biggest lesson for him is how powerful the state is. This should be when we, we have got to make sure this is what our founders warned us about a government that could be weaponized against us. We have the weaponization of the largest law enforcement agency in our in our government for that is being used to criminalize pol- political speech, political opposition. That's what's going on here. And you know and and, and we've got to do something to stop it, but what I'm concerned about this is that the the people responsible for investigating it are the ones involved. So, you know, how do we roll it back? These implications have grave, um, grave implications for liberal democracy as such. Uh, We are at a potential hinge point and turning point in history. And, you know, you say that with every election, you say that with every moment in time. But this really um, seems to be an unraveling of the status quo and then the elite in this country and the way that this president and the political actors and the elite in this country adapt to the next coming months and years, I think will be judged by history to be of uh, paramount importance. Well, yeah, you've got Brennan threatening people. Brennan, when he was the head of uh, the CIA actually went to the annual conference of ISNA which is an unindicted co-conspirator in the Holy Land trial, and said, I'm not here as the head of the CIA to investigate you. I'm here as a friend. And I'm. Th- are you kidding me? I heard that. I think it wasn't in August of 2016 when I was at Brigitte Gabriel's Act for America conference. I think it was Pompeo right. talked about that. So we've got the head of the CIA at the time, who was friendly with terrorists, meanwhile launching investigations based upon smear camp files that, you know, we... Basically, we've got the Democrat Party paying to be able to spy on the opposition party through the use of FISA warrants and a smear file paid for, you know, by Fusion GPS. And, right. you know, it's 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 almost shocking. It's crazy to me. What, what's not clear is if this has been going on for a while and we're just learning about it, the public and uh, journalists like myself are just learning about it, or if this is a relatively new reaction to uh, the unique political event uh, that is Donald Trump. I think what you see uh, is, you know, when Bush went uh, away in 08 and 09, you know, he didn't really, uh, him and his most of his officials, with the exception of Vice President Cheney, weren't that vocal about what was going on in the new administration. That has not been the case uh, with certainly President Obama, but really a lot of the ex-officials who served him. I mean, John Kerry, Secretary of State, is meeting with uh, foreign officials who disagree with the decisions of this administration. We're in uncharted waters, and it's, it's, um, it's tenuous times. Yeah, it really is. Um, I really appreciate your being here. Uh, hope to have you back real soon, Kurt Mills. How can people read appreciate your stuff? It. You're writing for so many different places. Where, where, sure, yeah. Just, just go to my Twitter, twitter.com slash Kurt Mills, and my main uh, outlet is the National Interest. That's nationalinterest.org. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Now, have a great uh, have a great night, Kurt. All right. Now, stay tuned, Andrew Casual listeners, because coming up, we got John Horst. He's going to be here to talk about this. He's running for Congress. And my question for everybody running for Congress these days is, what are you prepared to do when you get there to drain the swamp and to return the rule of law to America? Don't go anywhere.
Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new outfit for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a romantic getaway for a summer missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your child to the finest private school in San Diego by half. That's right. When you go to am1170theanswer.com, you'll find half-off tuitions for schools ranging from preschool all the way to high school. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout San Diego County. Chances are there's one near you. You want the best for your child. And here at AM 1170 The Answer, we're ready to help with half-off tuitions to private schools. Explore your options with schools like Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, and Vista Christian School. Visit AM 1170 The Answer or call 844-800-5757, 844-800-5757, or am1170theanswer.com. HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, why have you been shredding for hours? The boss said we should cut costs, Mr. Employee of the Month. How does this cut costs? These are the expense reports for the whole year. You shredded them all? Thanks to me, our expenses this year are zero. If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Salutes the employee of the month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, are you stealing from the vending machine? No, Mr. Employee of the Month. Well, your desk is littered with, like, hundreds of snacks. I merely exposed a loophole by reaching my arm through the flap thingy. Does that sound like stealing to you? Yes. Granola bar? If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work.
This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up. To remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back, just to make sure that your allocation is suitable it is age appropriate and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. You can also talk about your Social Security benefits as well. Give me a call. Come on in for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to chime in on the show, stay tuned. A little bit later, we're going to be talking about Me Too. Who got Me Too'd? Who's being taken down? And also, what's the latest health food trend that's, that literally made my skin crawl when I heard about it? We're going to talk about that. And either, even a couple other topics a little bit later on the show. Um, some good news coming out of uh, D.C. today in the Republican Party. I love the fact that even, even including uh, some Democrats, uh, they rolled back and did a repeal on the Dodd-Frank uh, behemoth of 2,000 pages of regulations uh, meant to uh, supposedly take banks from deal with the banking crisis, which was really, you know, typical government created the problem. Then they came out with two pages of 2000 pages of regulations that that made the problem worse. Uh, The repeal didn't quite go far enough for me with Dodd-Frank, the repeal today, but certainly it's a step in the right direction because we need to restore um, some, release some of the smaller banking institutions from onerous regulations. And of course, other good news is that, uh, you know, a household income is at the highest it's been in many years. Joining me now to talk about how else the Republican Party uh, can continue that role and roll over the blue wave here in California is John Horst. Hi, John. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Good evening, Andrea. Thank you for having me. All right. So um, certainly you, um, as a businessman, you must have been excited to hear and glad to hear uh, the latest in economic uh, good news coming out of, of Washington today, the re- the repeal, at least partway repeal of Dodd-Frank. And um, that's good news, isn't it? Yes. No, absolutely. Uh, Any time that we pull back from government intervention in uh, the, just in the economy and in business, that's a good thing. Well, and it's important, even though it's, you know, you get into these, it's tough with these economic stories, John, because it's like, it's not sexy. It's not as exciting as talking about the Me Too movement and the latest revelations against, you know, or accusations of Morgan Freeman. But these are things that literally affect the average lives of Americans, because what what the Republican Party hasn't done a good enough job on is explaining to the American people how high taxation and high regulations affect them and affect their ability to have a job and to to increase their, uh, have more money. Yeah, no, any time that you put a burden on a small business, why a small business or a large business, it doesn't matter. That burden is always going to be passed on. It is either going to be passed on in the form of higher prices, or it will be passed on in the form of fewer jobs. Those are the only two possible outcomes 
for government imposing burden on businesses. Businesses will always recover those burdens either by pulling back unemployment or by raising prices, in which case we lose either way. And, wait, and, and, excuse, excuse me for interrupting. In the case of Dodd-Frank, uh, what ended up happening was a small and community banks went from about 8,800 small community banks down to about 5,500. That meant that there were fewer small banks, which were typically the institutions that loan money for startups. Uh, these were the institutions that loan money for somebody that you know wants to start a small business, or maybe it's a small business that wants to then take out a loan in order to grow their business, and that's how jobs get created. And the reason why I wanted to touch on touch on, on this with you uh, a little bit is that as we are in this election year, as we are going into a primary, the Republican Party needs to continue to tout the successes that conservative principles and conservative economic principles are having on the uh, uh, on the average American because you've got to counter the platitudes of the left and the entitlement uh, society that they've ingrained in the American people yes oh absolutely the when, when you look at the banking industry the banking industry Hey, John, let me interrupt. We're having a little trouble hearing yeah. you. I don't know if you're in a bad area or if the you don't have the phone quite up close to you. If it doesn't get better, we're going to have to ask you to call back in. Okay. Uh, is this any better now? Um, yes, it's a little bit better. Go ahead. Okay. No, it, it, um, the, the banking industry is entirely, uh, it, it's all about lending money. And in order to, in order for us to really understand what businesses need, we have to understand that a a business's number one need is the ability to make payroll. Now, a business needs to will will need to borrow money in order to make payroll. And a lot of times, you have local businesses that will reach out to a local community bank in order to get the short-term lines of credit that they need in order to, to, to make payroll. And in order to understand this, all you have to do is just think about the fact that you get paid every 15th and 31st or every two weeks. But a business will get paid on their invoices every 30 days or sometimes every 60 or 90 days. So businesses depend on lines of credit from their local community banks in order to make payroll. If you put burdens on these local community banks by way of all of these ridiculous regulations, you just make it harder for those community banks to provide those lines of credit for our local small businesses. Yeah, what happened with Dodd-Frank? Yeah, and what happened, I've got to move move it along because we've only got a few minutes left. What happened with Dodd-Frank is... You know, they uh, banks from uh, that had fifty billion dollars of assets and banks that had trillions all had the same same regulations placed upon them, and it just basically yeah. put the put the banks out. But that's that's just one area. The successes, you know. Uh, Nancy Pelosi was confronted at a town hall because he said, you you consider it crumbs. I'm a small business owner. By the time, uh, you know, I gave bonuses out because I had more money in my pocket to my employees. Then by the time they did their returns and they paid less in taxes, that was a lot more people, a lot more money in the pockets of the American people. Those are the kinds of things that we, that, that every Republican who's running for office needs to be pounding into the minds of Americans all day, every day. 
what it actually, the real world benefits to Americans out there. You're running against Scott Peters. Scott Peters, um, I read an article in La Jolla Light where you, th- you, all you guys were asked what your top three, you know, issues were. Two of his top three, one was gun control and the other was climate change. You know, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, I don't know any voter right now in California. We have 1.5 trillion in, in California. We've got 1.5 trillion dollars in debt, and we've got a homeless problem like crazy. We've got people can't afford to buy homes, but that's also state issues. You're running for federal office, and I noticed that you said that one of your platform issues is dealing with California homelessness. But what's the federal government's role in a state issue? The federal government's role, and a congressperson will always have two powers. There is what I call the hard power vote and the soft power voice. Federal funding, Andrea, right now, if you look at the federal funding that comes into the community, there are two problems with it. The first is it comes with all kinds of ridiculous strings attached to it that really it's a one-size-fits-all that ends up becoming no-size-fits-any. The second problem is it is shotgunned throughout the community in all of these different bureaucracies, and then they're all competing with each other. All of these bureaucracies look at each other and say, oh, no, you're supposed to pay for that. Well, I'm going to take the soft power voice, and I am going to advocate and put on the ballot a measure to create a big powers authority that will take the housing profile away from the cities and the mental health profile away from the county. We're going to put that under one roof, and then I'm going to take the hard power vote, and I'm going to reform the federal grant programs so that we bring money into one agency that has the right mix of powers and authorities so that this money, can, we can start spending it efficiently and effectively. If you look at this report that they're coming out with on the the Hep A crisis, all of a sudden now the county and the cities are all pointing fingers at each other. This is exactly what's wrong. We do not have the right mix of powers and authorities to adequately address this housing and homelessness crisis. But the the voter, I, I got to interrupt you because you know I, I we've got to we've got to move through it. The average voter is sitting there saying, for them, their taxpayer dollars are being spent by somebody else. Why should they have any money whatsoever? We've got, we are being taxed to death in the state of California, taxed to death federally and according to the state. There's, why should any money be going to people who are making life choices to live on the streets? Yeah, no. The money needs to go to facilities, for example, Andrea. The, if you talk to folks who run our emergency rooms, they will tell you that a large percentage of people who come into the ER are in need of psychiatric care. If they go into an emergency room that is dedicated strictly for psychiatric care and is structured to provide the kind of care that those people need to make sure that the medicines that they're given are able to actually take effect. And this is one of those things about emergency rooms and medicine. If you go, if you're given a prescription for a psychotropic or an antidepressant. We've only got, John, we've only got about 30 seconds left. What's the overall point you're trying to make in terms of taxpayer dollars going towards this community uh, to fix a problem? 
the overall point, Andrea, is this. When you go outside and you see a homelessness person, you need to know John Horst has a plan to fix this problem that does not depend on political will. Okay. You need to understand that what we're doing right now is failing. We need to stop doing what's not working. And we need to put a new model in place to make the old model obsolete. And when you see John Horst on your ballot, by the way, I'm last on your ballot, but I'm first in your heart. <laughs> you see my name on your ballot. No, John Horst has a plan to address this homelessness problem that will actually work. The, ex the time for excuses is over, and Andrew, I am running for Congress to put my name on this problem. Two years hence, you're going to get to go back to ballot and judge on whether you think that I have been effective in addressing this problem. All right, 30 but seconds. This is not I, someone else's problem. 30 seconds. The, one of the main, uh, President Trump, and you're running for Congress, President Trump's agenda really was not states' issues. His agenda was a border wall, and his agenda was draining the swamp. We've got a major swamp problem that involves the weaponization of our FBI and our Department of Justice. In 30 seconds, what is a congressperson would you do to help him drain the swamp and return the rule make of law? Make absolutely certain we declassify all of the documents that Congress is seeking. Those documents, it's very clear that the FBI is using the classification process merely to prevent themselves from being embarrassed. That's nonsense. We need to declassify those documents, rip the Band-Aid off, and show the American people everything without exception that has been going on in this country. And the Trump voter, Andrea, the Trump voter is going to be vindicated in spades. I love it. That's what I want to hear. John Horst for uh, District 52. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Now stay tuned. We come back. We got more to talk about. Who got me too'd? And what is the crazy health food trend that has happened? I'm, I, I know DJ Carrot Sticks, is, he, he's just going to get queasy when he hears this. I wouldn't even tell him before the show. Stay tuned. We're Andrea Kasia coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Want a chance to win tickets and more for you and three members of your family to attend Celebrate Freedom this year? The largest one-day music festival in the country. It'll be held 
June 30th in Dallas again. And the contest is not only for four VIP seating passes in front of the stage, but platform passes to meet and greet where you'll be introduced to a Celebrate Freedom artist, round-trip airfare, and a two-night hotel stay for all of you. Plus, special Celebrate Freedom memorabilia, including a guitar or ukulele signed by seven of the performing artists. This is a fantastic, fun family getaway you'll remember forever. Now, to give your family a better chance of winning, one family member a day can sign up at am1170theanswer.com until the sweepstakes ends June 9th. The Celebrate Freedom Fun Family Getaway Sweepstakes. From your friends at AM1170 The Answer. Go to am1170theanswer.com to enter and see complete sweepstakes rules. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. Message and data rates may apply. Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can, because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free consultations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword VISION22 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free consultation to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text VISION22 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text VISION22 to 350350. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-22 to 350350. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Rolling into our final segment here on our Holiday Eve show. 888-344-1170 if you would like to be a part of the show. So um, I don't know um, why it took so long for Morgan Freeman to be Me too but he's gotten the Me Too movement. Seems a Hollywood reporter, after 10 years of interacting with him, uh, decided that she needed to launch an investigation. It was based upon a video that I saw. And when I first heard about this, uh, it had the reaction it was intended to have. He was uh, uh, accused by eight women. Okay. Um, so I started, you know, looking into this and I'm no, you know, don't get me wrong. Some of the accusations and and allegations against him are absolutely horrendous. If he told a woman in an interview, uh, asked her, tried to pull her skirt up and asked if she was wearing underwear, to me, the cops should have been called. That's hideous. But some of the other accusations against him are 
literally amount to nothing more than a very subtle flirt. And herein lies the problem with the Me Too movement. It's become a movement, uh, just an anti-man movement of women wanting to, it's a part of the feminist movement. It's all about anti-male. And it's it and it's destroying lives. Uh, you know, uh, there should be uh, you know um, repercussions for a man in the workplace if he behaves out of control. When it comes to Hollywood, you know, you guys put Hollywood and these Hollywood reporters put these actors and these these A listers on such a pedestal. These people don't have to wait in line in Disney at, at Disneyland like the rest of us. They don't have to pick up the tab anywhere they go. They get away with everything, and then suddenly. Um, you know, they decide, you know, all these years later that they don't like somebody's behavior. Well, you guys, in some ways, Hollywood, at least, created these monsters. So, you know, it's, I'm torn on it. Some of the allegations against Morgan Freeman were absolutely, if true, absolutely abominable. Um, some of it is typical of the Me Too movement. I saw a very interesting interview with Judge Judy, actually, and she was asked about the Me Too movement. And she basically said the same thing. She said the problem is is that it's gone overboard. It's an anti-man movement, uh, and they're conflating um, sexual harassment with rape, conflating. She said it would be nice if we could hold men accountable for the truly horrendous behavior without it going so far to where men and women no longer have the ability to have a natural interaction. Men should not be. One of the accusations against Morgan Freeman is that he touched a woman's back. How many times have I been in the workplace and a man put his hand uh, on my back to guide me forward so he could walk behind me as a gesture of respect? Men can no longer do that anymore. It's gone too far with this Me Too movement. However, then you've got rapists like Harvey Weinstein who's supposed to turn himself in on Friday. So, you know, it's it's now become a really difficult situation and gone too far there. Um, Speaking of gone too far... um, I'm trying to segue here. It looks as though the House Democrat Caucus is uh, going to be hiring Parkland students to come and work for them for the summer. Is it because they just love these? Is it because these Parkland students have suddenly shown the goods? I've got a, uh, one of my best friend's daughter went and worked as, as a summer page, uh, actually for Harry Reid in D.C. because there was no Republicans at the time uh, in office. And, you know, she what she had to go through in the interview process um, you know, was, you know, I mean, she had to prove that she really had the goods. Um, but what this is here is this is really about using these high school kids to push an agenda. And there was actually emails that have come to light that came about between the head of the Department of Education two days after Sandy Hook with Rahm Emanuel, in which they discussed using the Sandy Hook murderers for political purposes. And I'm trying to find the email um, between the two. And, um, basically they discuss the verbiage that they need to use, how they should explain it. Uh, Rahm Emanuel says to, uh, the education director, you need to get the vote within two days. Uh, keep it simple. He says, make it be about criminals and assault weapons. Basically, um, using the assault weapons term, which is, which is a typical conflagration, of terms, because there's no such thing as like an assault weapon, um, as well as criminals. And it's a way of them trying to basically um, keep it simple, asserting just like they did after Parkland, that the NRA and anybody who owns a gun or this particular style of gun is an evil bad guy. So that's what's going on here with the Parkland students. 
Um, no surprise to anybody that they're using these tragedies. It was Rahm Emanuel who said, let no tragedy go to waste. Uh, I, when I find the article showing the the email exchange, I will post it on Facebook. Um, okay, got to get to the creepy story of the day, uh, the latest health food trend. Okay, if, if for um, it went from to where milk is supposedly bad for you, even if you're not, you know, lactose intolerant. Everybody, the 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 fad became almond milk. Have you had almond milk, DJ Carrot Sticks? Yeah, I like it. You like it? Why did you switch from regular milk to almond milk? Honestly, I, regular milk does bother my stomach. Okay, so you had a little lactose intolerance. Yeah. So. Okay, well now, a lot of people switch to almond milk because that's supposed to be so much better for you, almonds being a superfood. Well, guess what's even better for you than almond milk? Cockroach milk! <laughs> Seriously. Where are they getting the milk from? Cockroaches! There's a crystal within the Pacific Beetle that supposedly that is going to be the latest thing. Get yourself a big, tall glass of frosty cockroach milk. <laughs> Isn't that disgusting? Terrible. That's You know what? They've gone too far. Of course, they always do. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.